What is happening, fellow fantasy GMs? I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dove. And with our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Courier. Oh, what's up, JJ Wang? It is almost time. It is Christmas in September, the first week of the fantasy football season. I am so excited. How about you? Oh, I, I, I can't wait. Like, like you said, Christmas in July, like my Christmas present or in September, my Christmas present is being able to watch um, football with the Red Zone channel. Like literally has changed my life. I mean, you, a fantasy footballer couldn't ask for anything more than the Red Zone channel. Highlights and touchdowns. That's all. Big plays and touchdowns. That's all I want. Big plays and touchdowns. Oh, it's it's. It's made it frustrating for me to watch my goal. I get the Sunday ticket every year so I can watch my Dolphins. I'm already excited. It's going to be a good year. I think we're finally going to be competitive. It hasn't been like that for a long time. Yeah, we're going to take off your boy Josh Allen <laughs> real quick. But I, uh, for my birthday a few weeks ago, I told my wife all I wanted was something so I could hang a second TV. You've seen, and I hung it at right after our draft. So now that I have the main TV in the middle, which will support my dolphins for most of the day, and up in the corner, I got a, I think it's a 1921 inch, something like that TV that will have the red zone channel. So I can watch it all now. Usually I bring out a TV and I set it up and I take a box from, from somewhere else in the house so I can have multiple TVs up. But I, it, it makes me have to put on that second TV. Oh, you've got to. I mean, you can, I got. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can sit, I enjoy sitting down and watching a football game. I really do. It's just a regular football game. Sunday night, you know, Thursday night, Monday night. I love watching it. But when I can sit on my couch for seven hours, no commercials, no. and just watch football, I mean, that's literally the best day I could possibly ask. Uh, it's it's amazing and it's it's getting really cool too because my my kids said they want to start watching some of the games this year with me. So I was like, ooh. My daughter's joining a fantasy, her first fantasy league this year, too. I think you said yours did, too. Yeah, we had, we had our first, um, she had her first draft the other day, and somehow she ended up landing McCaffrey with the number three pick, and she Metcalf coming back around in the second with her with her second pick. So, I mean, she's got a, she got a pretty good start to the team, so. Yeah, my daughter's, my daughter's excited. She's starting to look. We're doing a charity league draft on Monday. And just to get her little, her her finger in, her toe wet a little bit, I guess is the, is the phrase I'm trying to find. Uh, we always did family pickums every year, and she um, she won one year actually, like random team pickums. I do handicap it. I said that I will always pick the Dolphins, right. and that's <laughs> I got surpassed one year because they didn't work. win. A that lot. doesn't work very often. Yeah, it, it it worked okay last year with those ten wins, but so we're getting ready for the season this year. We uh want you all to make sure you are connecting with the fantasy couriers. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Hit us up there. You can email us at the fantasy couriers at gmail.com or just check out our website, the fantasy W-I-X-S-I-T-E.com backslash website. If you go to that, if you go there, you will see all of our links to everything that you can possibly want. All the podcast locations, make sure to share us, make sure to subscribe, make sure to follow whatever button it has to push there, push it. Cause we need your support to grow the show. Our goal is to get 50 YouTube subscribers by the end of September. We have this giant goal. We want to get 50 YouTube subscribers by the end of September and just see the, the program continue to grow and get new friends and, and new subscriptions as we're going and grow the show because we want you we want to hear from you all. We want to talk to you all, and that's really the focus of next week's shows. We're going to have two special shows next week. We have uh, two guys that will be joining us for a bold predictions show. Uh, 
and two other friends of ours joining us for a keep trade trash show. We just, we have such big hearts. We couldn't just take two winners. We took four and thought they'd be good priming everybody for the season. So we're hoping one show will be released Monday and then the other show will be either Tuesday or Wednesday, depending upon how quickly I can create and get them up on the web. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be some fun shows. I got some pretty bold takes that I might throw out there. So I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, so take them, and hopefully you all enjoy those. They're by bold predictions. These are things we don't really think will happen. They are ridiculous. Oh, I like one of yours. I think one of yours could happen. But I that's think the all, point. I think all of mine are going to happen, honestly. Yeah, you, 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 and then the rainbows and unicorns will be bouncing across <laughs> in the background of your screen as well. But we're going to close out the, the training camp season with with some training camp things we noticed, things we that are leading us into the season, excitement we might have based upon things happening in the training camp, good, bad, or indifferent, and thoughts we have for the upcoming season too, because we're just excited and ready to roll, and we just want games. And we just want games. Let's we, watch we, football, man. Your, your boys play on Thursday. Yeah, I can't wait. I, mean, it's, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Um, so it's going to be a great start to the season fantasy-wise. I mean, there's so many – fantasy relevant people in that like two top five quarterbacks six receivers yeah there's like four top 10 receivers in that game um of course you got zeke elliott uh so uh, yeah it's going to be a fantastic fantastic way to start out yeah but let's look at some of the things that weren't so good that happened in this in this preseason as it closed out that lead to a little bit of excitement for me the first thing i have is richard perryman I've had him in dynasty for years as he bounced around because he was that guy that remember the end of the year at Tampa gave us some nice little, some nice little giddy up. And then he wasn't horrible for the jets. So he gave you some giddy up every now and then I was thinking, well, he's in Detroit. He's got to catch some balls. Tyrell Williams will get hurt and there's no one else there. Well, Perryman got cut and you know what that means? I mean, let me guess, let me guess. Do good. I'm on Ross St. Brown, right? All the sun God is ready to take off. He is going to catch a bit. so many passes, just little slants because he's their slot guy. Uh, Tyrell Williams, we know he's not going to play the whole season. Let's be realistic here. Who are they going to throw it to? Hawkinson? With Cephas might get some run, though, right? Yeah, you sound like my brother-in-law. He is a Quentin. He is a Cephas fan. He thinks he's going to be the – he's like, he's built like Megatron. Okay. But it's like you said, some, these guys just come out of nowhere sometimes. I mean, yeah. like, I don't even, did Steven catch a pass last year? Did he, oh, yeah, I had him on some teams. He had a couple, or was that, oh, was he a rookie last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any worth. I really, I really wasn't sure how he played. Like I said, they could just come out of nowhere. Just, I, now granted, I don't see really anybody coming out of nowhere there with Jared Goff at quarterback, except maybe Hawkinson. That's about the only one. Jamal Williams. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, your boy might get a few more targets. Yeah, as I said in the previous shows, talking about St. Brian, I don't think he's going to explode, but I think he's going to be a consistent guy. He could be a good wide receiver three by midseason once he gets his feet so under do you, him. Do you see 800 yards? <sighs> Man, I don't know if I would take that bet. It's, it's, it's in the ranges of probable because of – like I, I think he's gonna be more of a catch guy. So PPR, I think, will have more value. Like I could see him catching 60, 70 balls because he has to, and no one else is gonna really catch balls there. But are they gonna be five yard hitches and then he gets clobbered? Because yeah. nobody's gonna go deep on the Rams. I mean, on that, the golf old Rams, not the Lions. You see Hoxton getting the hundred catches, or is that too much? 
Um, I think on that team, anybody getting 100 catches is too much. But Hawkinson, I bet you he catches 80, 90 balls. He he could he could he could sneak up there. I think I wasn't as excited for him having a giant season, but now that I think and start looking at those weapons, it's more possible than we would have thought before. So um, we had a well, I was at a one of my uh, my home league draft my home league drafts one of the, uh, the league that I've been in the longest. And two of the uh, guys made a bet that said DeAndre Swift was going to be a top 15 running back. Um, once, it wasn't a big bet. It was like a $5 bet. It took, it took us 20 minutes to get to a $5 bet. But <laughs> one of them's got DeAndre Swift as a top 15. Of course, the other one doesn't. You seen, you saying he doesn't finish as a top 15 back? A top 10 or 15? Top 15. Top, top 15. Top 15. Gosh, if I could push, I, I don't think so. I have this, I really believe that Dan Campbell wants to use a committee. So I I see Swift's still a great back, but he's going to have a slow start anyway coming off the injury. I think they're going to, and he might not even play week one, some of the rumors you're hearing. So they're going to ease him back in because they have a known commodity in the backfield with Williams. Williams not a stud by any reach of the imagination, but he can support a week or two, and then I, I think they're going to committee it out like a champ, which it stinks for us in fantasy, but if I was a football coach, I would run committee everywhere because it makes my backs last longer. It keeps them upright. It's just, it just seems like a smart play if you got the players that can do it. Yeah, like, but I, the committee is fine, but if, you're, if you've got that workhorse-style back, you want to give him the ball as much as possible. You don't want to take the ball out of his hands. I don't like I said, I don't want to see somebody like Zeke in a committee. Yeah. You gotta get Zeke's gotta have the ball. Um, but like I said, like with the Jamal Williams, I don't I don't really see Swift as a top fifteen. I mean he could be close just because how many catches he gets, I guess. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna have to get like 45, 50 catches. For that maybe, touchdown rate he had last year. Maybe even more. Does that he he had about fifty last year, right? Is that what he about? I don't know if that man. I think it was somewhere close there, but that's what that's what it's gonna take. But Speaking of that um, draft that I was in, uh, uh, going to J.K. Dobbins getting injured, and we was talking about earlier, he went in the third round of this draft. Oops. And so we got to about, I guess it was about around eight, round eight or nine, and the Ravens game was on, and we found out that Dobbins went down. <laughs> so the guy right before me that was picking – he decided not to go with Gus Edwards. Uh, he he kind of skipped him, and then as soon as my pick was up, I'm I'm five seconds in. You know, give me Gus Edwards because it wasn't. Of course, we didn't know if it was it was a torn ACL, but you could tell. You, you can you you can usually look at a player. They usually know when it when it's pretty bad, and he looked he looked pretty upset. Um, his teammates were coming over and you know giving him the old hug and hey man you're okay, but he looked pretty upset. But yeah, I jumped all over that Gus bus with it. Quickness. You think? What do you think, Gus Busket? Do you think he'd be a top ten back? Maybe. I I did, I did in past tense. I would put. I would take the DeAndre Swift bet on Gus. Like I think fifteen is probably a better range because I'm just hearing something about this Tyson Williams coming out of Baltimore. It seems like the Harbaugh loves him and is going to give him some push and. I'm just hearing a lot. They put in waivers for all of the running backs that were available. They wanted Royce Freeman. They wanted 
who's the other running back? I just, I was just the other, the other waiver backs that were out there, they were putting out waiver picks for those. And to me, that senses, do they not like Gus? Do they not like Williams? Do, well, Hill's probably hurt some. They maybe they want, I'm hoping it means they want a death, but I could see Gus getting about 60% of the touches and in that offense. That's going to get I him spent, in the range. I spent a lot of fab on Tyson Williams this week. I know in the Bur- I know in the Bourbon Bowl, I dropped like $60 on him because I'm always getting tired of being outbid on people. Like I'll bid $30 or $40 and then some, some guy comes in and drops like $70 on somebody. Like, well, you know what? Not this time. So I went ahead and dropped six. I went ahead and dropped six. I was up to seventy-five, but I, I did bring it down. I did drop it down to sixty. But you never. I mean, the number two running back in that offense is going to be relevant. I mean, Gus Edwards was good last year. So I mean, and honestly, he looked pretty fresh out there in the preseason game after um after the injury and all happened. I was keeping up with it. He looked pretty good out there. I know it was preseason. You can't. Think yeah, I was shocked last year when they took Dobbins because I thought it was going to be Gus's job to run with. So that's 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 what worries me. It's like every time Gus has a chance, it seems like they push someone else in there. They think that maybe it's not him. They he doesn't seem to get he he he's kind of like Chase Edmonds to a point with a little more support. Like Chase has been there. He's been working hard for the the Cardinals, but they always seem to you know push something. Like, hey, we're going to bring in Connor who will steal your touchdowns. Hey, we're going to you know we're not going to give you what did he have one rush within the five yard line or something to that effect. Was that Chase? Yeah, Chase. I think they said his whole career he's had three rushes inside the five yard line. Yeah, so, like that. I don't even know how that's possible, but like yeah, you know, just Gus Gus Edwards he just isn't um uh fancy. You know he's just that ground and pound. I got it. he averages almost six yards a carry, so you know he's effective. So big, but I think yeah, I think that Williams character he's just a little flashier, a little quicker to the edges. So I mean yeah, he probably catch a little more. Not like any of them really catch the ball in that offense anyway, but. He, he, I mean, they look good out there. I think they just run so much. Whoever's back there is going to be relevant in some way. Yeah, and, they, and they're and they going to need to run more. Bateman's on the IR. People thought oh, he would on. step up. The, and who knows what's going to go in there? I mean, it, it goes against what you were what you were saying oh. earlier. I think Mark Andrews is going to ball out again. You're going to not want to hear it, but it's happening again. I've, I've been trying so hard to get over this Mark Andrews thing. I've been trying to just throw people all over the place. Every time I drop a name, they end up getting hurt. I think they're down to Sammy Watkins, and that's it. So you know he's going to have that one big game, and then you won't hear from him the rest of the year. And then I guess Mark Andrews is just going to catch 14 balls a game, I guess. Yeah, and Lamar will run for, what, 1,200 yards? 1,200 yards. 12 touchdowns or something ridiculous. You would think at some point things got to change. Yeah, and another big injury that I I know it's it's a guy who we both love, but we don't know why we love him because he's never really shown out is um, bigger Smith. looks <laughs> like he he's out for the year. Thank goodness. I traded him in one of my dynasty leagues for Gerald Everett the other week. So I texted my brother-in-law said, well, my, that trade's looking pretty good for me. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, but, yeah. I mean, like, I got, a, I got a love for a lot of guys that have never really done anything in the league. I mean, there, I mean, I got a lot of guys. I don't know why I like any of them. They've, most most of the time they never caught a pass, never caught a touchdown, aka Adam Troutman. But for some reason, <laughs> I love the guy. Juwan Johnson. I mean, everybody has everybody has those everybody has those guys in fantasy. 
And then the the Vikings did something smart. They signed Chris Herndon, who I, I posted on the guy's Instagram post. I said, so you're telling me Chris Herndon, who the Jets say was not good enough to be their tight end and couldn't pick up their playbook, is going to be good on a good team with a probably more complicated playbook that he couldn't do with a team that won only a couple games last year. I, I don't think so, but... I'm not going to waste any more time on Herndon. Let's go to the big cut of the week. I don't know how we made it this long without mentioning um, my least favorite player in the NFL got cut. So it's great to hear Cam Newton doesn't have a job right now. That excites me. I'm not a fan of Cam Newton. I've never have always rooted against him. I guess I'm a horrible person, but nothing about Cam Newton. Mac Jones, baby. Mac Jones. That is what's up. I see we had a, I was drafted for a, a Dolphins fan. Um, the other day, he needed me to help out a little bit, so I went and drafted for Good him. Man. And I ended up taking Mac Jones late, ended up taking Damian Williams late, and I even <laughs> took your boy Ramondre Stevenson late. That's mean. So That's mean. This was, so mean. This, this was before <laughs> Newton got dropped. I mean, it wasn't looking great at that point, but now, I mean, all, it's looking like three three good picks with Newton out. They're going to run the ball a lot more, I think. Uh, they're not going to have Jameis Winston at all over the place back then. There, there's gonna be more you know, game management type things, so you know they're gonna run the ball a lot. Um, of course, they still got James White, um, so he's gonna get in there. But I think Damian Harris is gonna have a great season, and I, I'm even coming around to Ramondre Stevenson a as little bit. Should. I mean, he does look good, but I think as long as Harris is playing well, I think he's gonna get, get the bulk of the carries. So Mac Jones, top twenty quarterback. I don't know. He's not throwing to a whole lot back there. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm not yeah. – I mean, maybe maybe like 21, 22-ish. Um, I think he'll be – yeah, I can't see a top 20. Top 20 is a lot. I think they're going to run the ball an awful lot just to protect him. Yeah, uh, he, he's got no one to throw to as well. Jacoby Jones Jacoby – My, Jacoby Myers will get those little curls. It'll be It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. But it's interesting. Mac Jones is starting – but Justin Fields and Trey Lance are not, even though Justin Fields looked better than probably most of the rookie quarterbacks. Maybe not Mac Jones. Mac Jones looked pretty good in the preseason, but well, Trey, Belichick uh, is smart. Belichick is smarter than Nagy, so we'll true. we'll leave that at that point. And, and as far as like the with the, even with the 49ers, I think if Belichick had Jimmy Garoppolo. Belichick would be starting Jimmy Garoppolo probably over Mac Jones. Yeah. Um, but like I said, there I, I they was even talking about them doing like the dual the dual QB thing. I'm not really sure how that's gonna work. I guess it'd be more like the Taysom Hill Drew Brees type. I type think even deal. more. I think even, even more. Though, even though Lance isn't gonna be out there running a wide receiver type type stuff, but I mean it could work. We'll see. Kyle Shane's a pretty smart dude. Plus, didn't Lance Lance is a little nicked up? Nothing horrible, but it might just they might they want to break a finger, just a little break bit, a bone yeah. in his finger, chip the bone in his finger or something. Yeah, see what happens there. A, a, a big what I think we were talking about before the show is going to be interesting to watch this year. This week, Carson Wentz went on and off the COVID nineteen list. Now, it, it would be nice to know who's vaccinated, who's not. Maybe so you know who you got to watch more. We know a couple. Like the big ones are probably Wentz and Kirk Cousins, but every time Carson Wentz is within five feet of somebody who tests positive for COVID, he now has to leave the team for five days, come back in. How do you, well, 
obviously you're not a Wentz or a, or a Cousins guy, so you probably just don't draft him. But let's say you have Wentz and or Cousins on your team. How do you approach the season differently? I mean, you better just have a solid backup. You know, you can't have you can't have Justin Fields because you just don't know if Justin Fields is going to start. Um, so if you're going to take Wentz, you just got to make sure you have somebody like maybe a Mac Jones, you know, maybe a Sam Darnold. Somebody that can come in and that you can get on the cheap because they're, they're going to go pretty late. While Mac Jones probably will go a little higher now. Going higher now. But I mean, something like Sam Darnold, I mean, you can get super late just just in case Wentz does have have that happen. But like I said, you just got you just got to be prepared. Same way as last year, um, not as not as crazy as it was last year, but you always had to have that backup plan, and you just better have just better have the backup plan, or you're, you're going to be tough luck. Would you rather have a Darnold or would you rather have Easton there with Wentz? Oh, such a fan of both of them. You know, I, you know, I, I'm, I need a new I'm, podcast partner. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna stick. With, I'm gonna stick with Darnold, man. I okay. mean, I've, I still got faith in Darnold. I think he's. I think this is gonna be his year, man. I'm, I'm hedging all my bets on it. This is this is it. This is the year for Darnold. Yeah, another interesting thing, another name that I'd never really heard of, but he just started popping up and with some love is Tony Jones. Tony Jones could possibly take over Lat Murray. I mean, Lat Murray is like 73. I, th- I think he got his ARP card the other week and he's slowing down. I mean, he's been in the league for years. He's a big boy. He's gotten hit a lot. But Tony Jones apparently stole the show at training camp and could be the backup to Alvin Kamara. Um, and then you're looking at the no-name receiving core, Callaway, Lil' Jordan, Humphrey, bunch of other Harris if he just, if he doesn't get suspended for his Dewey. Is New Orleans, other than Kamara, just a team of like dark horse guys? And is there anybody not named Alvin Kamara or Adam Troutman for the sake of him being hurt that you would want on your fantasy team this year? Um, like I said, they're, they're all going to be late-round guys. Like, of course, I would definitely take a shot on Jameis. Yeah. Um. Like I say, even Callaway. I mean, Callaway. If I can get him late, I mean, I'm not really sure if it's really going to pan out. Yeah, that. But he says, like they always say, somebody's got to catch the ball. I mean, Sean Payton's going to throw the ball um, a lot, most likely. So somebody's somebody's got to be. So I would take a shot on um, Callaway. I have no idea who this Tony Jones character is. <laughs> not a clue. So I mean, I've seen his picture on the sleeper app a couple times, but other than that. I have no idea. And that's so, why he's on my team in all of our <laughs> leagues and not yours. <laughs> so, I mean, if this is, if I'm in the 15th round and I just need some random dart throw, I'd give it a shot. I mean, he'll probably end up being dropped anyway. So, I was in a draft with roster limits the other week, and I couldn't draft any more quarterbacks, couldn't draft any more receivers, couldn't draft any more running backs. And I have my defense, and I'm like, hey, why don't I just put my boy, you know who I'm putting starting tight end for the New Orleans Saints? Not Adam Troutman. What was his name again? Yeah. Um, Juan Johnson. Is that what Juwan it is? Juan Johnson. Yeah. Juwan Johnson. Know his name. Say his name. Say his name. Juwan Johnson. Remember it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to put him on my team knowing I'm going to drop him. But I was like, they don't even know who he is in this league. I could have gotten away with it and just walked away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody knows. So here's a question for you as, uh, as we're getting ready to close out. Each of us have pondering questions for the other. Who is a guy you think no one has heard of? that will be usable this year or give fantasy production that people won't think of? So something nobody's ever heard of. That's a tough one. Cause I mean, the fantasy. so to go back to the, to the Perryman trade, 
there was a guy that got sent to Detroit. His name is Trinity Benson, right? So I really don't have no idea who this guy really is. But for some reason, I've I've heard people talk about the name. So, I mean, I went in and looked at it. I mean, I think he was six foot, um, 180, 185 or something like that. But like I said, I've never heard of the guy. But people that I respect, people that I listen to, seem to be pretty high on him. So, I mean, if you want somebody you've never heard of, I mean, when we go that route, I would say Trinity Benson. Because, like I said, somebody's got to catch it, right? Wow, that's a deep. For those who don't know, Trinity Benson cut from the Denver Broncos because they have s- such a stud receiving core to be sent there. <laughs> so do you have any deep pondering questions for me as we wrap it up? Actually, I do got one. So. I am in a league where, unfortunately, two of my starting running backs have went down, Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins. They were going to be a big part of my team. So I'm still a contender because I am a great GM and I have a stacked team. So my question is, what could I get if I was to trade Dobbins and Akers? I'm looking for a running back in return that could give me immediate, immediate production. What do you think would be something I, sh- I could go after? So the first thing you'd probably need from an owner to do that is an owner that's not in contention or has a crowded running back room. What about you? So I, I'm, I know <laughs> the trade's sitting there on my, on my thing. We've been talking about would Chubb be someone I'd throw in there, and I'm still not sure because I'm looking at the future and the past because right now my running back, I just traded for Dalvin Cook. Oh, and I have Saquon, who I hope comes back along with Chubb. So I'm pretty stacked there. Do I trade away one of my studs in the chance at the championship this year for the future? Because I could still roll with what I have on that stacked team that I have as well. So you would have to, if you want players, you got to find some team that's down and has players that are available. And I mean, realistically, you would, you might have to go for not a top tier, but get maybe even get it into a late, maybe a mid, a, a late RB1 and a couple of picks, a late RB1 and a good receiver even you could pull out. If you if you weren't a contender, you could rake up some draft picks from somebody who's trying to be clever and thinking, hey, these guys are going to come back. I can get a couple firsts for them or, you know. Yeah, I was, I was really thinking, Elliot, but when you look at my team, I already got Dak and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I mean, I don't want to over overdo the Cowboys on my team. I'm pretty sure they're all going to be effective. Yeah, I'm but, pretty sure. But when I first when I first saw it out, to, I was like, do you know what? I wonder what I could get for this. And Elliot was the first one that comes to my mind. There's somebody older. Um, he doesn't have a lot of years left, you know. And the, the guy that does have him, he's kind of in that middling. Mm-hmm. You know, what yeah. should I do? I don't think he's going to win. So if you're not going to win, what do you do? You build for the future. You know, I think Dobbins and Acres is a nice, nice building spot just for, for um, Elliot. Yeah, it's 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 not a shabby play. I don't know if I would give up Elliot for those guys, no matter where I am, because I would think I could get more as far as building pieces. What I want the, the it's interesting. I love Cam Acres, but it seems like a lot of people are so scared of the Achilles, and I think his youth might have him bounce back. I mean, realistically, if I was you, your team is good enough that I would bank on them, crush it with what you got, 
and have them bounce back next year to keep crushing. It's where I would almost be tempted to go. I mean, I, I thought about that too. I'm just itching to make a move. Yeah. Cause my, I mean, I'll give you I, haven't, him. I haven't made a lot of moves lately. Cause I mean, a lot, I got a lot of my teams where I want them. So I'm not going to trade just to randomly just trade people. But this was the only thing. This is the only thing I can come up with. I need. I got. I just need some action. Yeah. Oh, I get Football that. Season I, needs to get here. I get that. Yeah. It's our, we're all right now. Like I sent out. I put a thing in one of our leagues and said, "Hey, somebody just send me a trade. I can't turn down." And I got one that wasn't too bad. I forget what it was, but I was like, ah, "I just can't do it." So now I just gotta wait till the season starts. Throw some trades out as we're going. And well, JJ Wang, this is our last official full. Fantasy Courier shows. We got the two specials next week coming up, and then it is football season. Before you take us out, I want to give a little rest in peace, David Patton, great Patriot, uh, Patriot Saint, Giant, and Red and Washington football team. He was a Redskin back in the day. Um, passed away in a tragic motorcycle accident, but he was he was he was a great role player um throughout those times never he topped about 800 yards like twice but he was in there one of brady's early guys when he was starting to come back even he was starting in the league and whatnot so rest in peace david Patton. hope everyone is very successful this year and if you're in my leagues hope you all succeed at second place jj wang take us out of here yeah have a great weekend long holiday um uh, hopefully you get some drafts in this year or this um weekend before uh, the season starts just remember why you're there trust yourself and trust the process